Hello, hello, hello. I'm here with another episode of the Mental Threats Podcast. I'm here with a special guest of mine, a really long friend. We go back to like Queens Grant days. Uh, one of my friends is like uh, Will Fortney, if you like to say anything. What's up? <laughs> Literally, what's up? And everything. We're here at the, what is this called? The Eastland Skating Park? Or is it just like DUI Skate Park? DIY. Yeah, it's an Eastland DIY Skate Park. Yeah. Eastside or Eastland uh, DIY Skating Park. Pretty colorful. I never got to see it up close like this. I usually drive past it. It's a skate park on the east side, Charlotte, near uh, the Cats uh, City Bus. What is that? City Bus? Uh city bus uh station that's been there forever that's yeah. been here since the mall was up here yeah man um, this is the same area where we uh used to have eastland mall and everything you know you hear a whole lot of click clackings and oh my gods in the background because some people trying to do stunts and whatnot on some tony hawk shit but it's like um i noticed that like there's a little bit of a thriving skate culture going on in charlotte but sadly not a whole lot of uh, uh skate parks so, like, this is, like, one of the main skate parks that I know of, you know, someone that has, knows nothing about skating and whatnot, but would one day want to invest in it, uh, considering the culture that befides it. Um, uh, what's your stance on, like, um, the lack of, like, investment in the skate uh, culture here in Charlotte? Charlotte has this park, Grayson Skate Park, which is, like, probably, like, five bucks to go into, I'm pretty sure right now. It used to be $2. And then they have Renaissance Park. And Renaissance Park is like just like a little tiny area and it's like just a sliver. So it's about half the size of Eastland. And that's all Charlotte expects for everybody to have after this place is gone. And so a lot of people have been going to city council meetings and stuff and getting and they've seemed to get Charlotte to leave this place alone until they figure out another park where they can actually build a real skate park that's actually sizable for people to skate in. It always feels like a lot of things in Charlotte are, like, discontinuing a lot. It's like, I notice, um, even the epicenter, like, kind of died down and everything. Oh, snap. There you go, sir. Yeah, so, like, even, like, like the epicenter itself has kind of died down. It's like a ghost town. Like, I didn't even notice till like, the other day I went over there and everything. It's just, like, you think that you're starting to notice that a lot of things, like, there's not a whole lot of things to do in Charlotte. Like, oh, yeah. it's starting to go down a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's a lot of places just shutting down. Like, so many places have closed down around where I live and around this area. It's it's crazy. Yeah, man, it's kind of disappointing, you know, because as a kid, I always thought there was so much sh- like stuff to do and everything, you know. Like, you had Eastland Mall right around where I live, and there was, like, a little... On top of this whole skate park, it used to be a home video, like, kind of like right. Blockbuster, and, like, there was, like, a Harris Theater over there, you know. It was, uh, Hollywood video. Like, I used to go up to the Hollywood video where this is with my grandparents when I was a kid because my grandparents lived down on Farm Pond Lane yeah it used to be renting I used to rent I think I used to rent like little Power Rangers movies so it was like I said them shits were killer as a kid you know it's just like there was just a whole lot of stuff to do and like we're kind of not too far from Noda itself yeah, uh, yeah. too like it's Noda's kind of like up on Central and everything yeah it's like right down the block from here like a lot of shit was popping off like just like probably like 10 years ago all this area was actually like good area everything was going off and they just started shutting stuff down i mean i mean you made a good point earlier before the podcast talking about like the flea market situation where they were selling a gun and then somebody bought a gun there and killed somebody and then you know they pretty much shut down uh that's what happened yeah some shit happened with the flea market and that's why they're 
shit down. So it's like, I don't know why it relates to this spot, but that's the way the city did it. I think maybe because it's like, you know, it's the area too, man. You know, Eastland was pretty messed up too. People were getting into fights at Eastland. People were stealing. Somebody got raped at Eastland, you know. It's just... Yeah, at the Mod Eastland Mall. Like I, I was Actually, on a. I didn't even know that. Yeah, man, it was it was really bad. It was just hard to really invest into an area where so much fucked up shit happened for no reason. And it's just like you know, it's just like one day if I even get like the money, you know, I went to school for business, so it's just like you know, I, I pretty much have like insight on like the flow of like money and trying to build a good investment and marketing and everything. If we could like build a campaign to like reinvest in this area again like give like yeah, you know give but it's just hard to do that because there's so much mess up things that happen that's essentially what's happening with where the reason why they're tearing all this down is because they're they're building up a soccer stadium here they're gonna build like apartment complexes and like restaurants and, and like shops and stuff like that which is sweet because it's great for this area like the area needs it they, like they tore all this shit down and did nothing with the area but that's at the same time that's the reason why the people that built this park chose this like this spot because they knew the city wasn't going to do anything with this spot so they were like whenever like we get all this built up in their minds they were like nobody's going to tear it down and for a while everybody thought that because it is just a perfect spot like I don't see the reason why they would wouldn't want to leave it to be honest, it's a tourist attraction. Like there's like Red Bulls came down here a good bit, and that should bring in people to the area. And when Red Bull flies in, that's people flying in and staying in a hotel. So that's bringing money to the city. So I don't see why the city wouldn't want to keep a place like this. I mean, yeah, it looks kind of nice. Like it looks kind of like a trademark for the East Side in a sense. You know, all you know, you know what really kind of save like maybe if it was like a dope artist, maybe like a rapper or something, or maybe maybe some famous, maybe like Rob Deerdeck or somebody yeah. celebrity that just kind of came, like maybe took pictures here, did something, yeah. did a signing here. They don't like make people want to preserve. Like you know, what y'all should do y'all should consider maybe doing a petition, maybe getting people to do yeah, signatures yeah. and everything that preserve it. We had a petition. And- it's almost reached like 10,000 people I'm pretty sure last time somewhere around that area oh, okay. and like that that it was like in the news and everything like the news came down here there was a whole big thing like there's a ton of artwork some of it's covered up with like graffiti but like if you look over there that's somebody drew like a art like a piece of art there yeah with the whole hornets yeah. thing yeah I'll fuck with that yeah, yeah like a lot of people put in work to make this spot look nice I mean, there's a lot of graffiti that happens, so, but some of it's good, some of it's bad, like anywhere you go, you know. I feel like it'd just be nice to keep the spot. Yeah, it's like a good, like, you know, the graffiti and, like, just all the colors and everything kind of just brings a whole lot of things together. Like, I know they got a movement school and a forest hill church. I don't know what the hell that is or what that's supposed to represent or whatever but i feel like there's more significance in this skate park than even that oh, yeah. because at least like you know it gives people like an area to kind of just connect and what even like with finding you like you'd be here all the time man, and everything yeah, i never even had a chance to even come up here and just meet you up here yeah, until now and everything and it's just like you know you're just right around my house and everything of that nature you know? a little bit if you don't mind I really don't care dude uh, i just had somebody right. last. i got right. you smoking the whole time it don't but, matter this spot, like, I'm, I, I try to come up here, like, I want to be up here at least once a week, but that doesn't really happen, because I don't really get as much time to skate as I'd like to. Because you'd be working? Yeah, and so, like, I feel like 
my progression has all happened here, though. Like, I started skating, like, pro again since... Because I used to as a kid, but I was never really that good. So I, I wanted to actually learn it and actually get good. So about, like, a couple of years ago, I started skating here. Yeah. And, like, I have memories of landing, like, so many tricks that I had learned here. And so it's like when when this place is gone, there's like a lot of memories and people that I've met down here that, you know, it's all gone. Mm, yeah, man, no, I could I could feel that for sure, man. You don't want anything to just kind of take away from you. Yeah. I know there was a lot of memories I had at Shamrock Park where they had like this old skate park at, although it had nothing to do with the skate park. But it's like you know, just kind of like when people like, cause I'm African, so a lot of them will like go play uh, soccer with a lot of the Mexican folk and everything. You know, it's just like just stuff like that, like things like just playing games together, skateboarding. It just brings all types of people just together yeah, and yeah. things like that. And it's just like as a kid, I used to be like, you kind of like take things like that for granted. But it's like we kind of need that more than ever now, yeah, especially like, like with the whole COVID situation, social distancing. Yeah, like you this, know, yeah. This spot's a huge community, like. There's tons of people that feel just about it. like they just don't want it gone. It's it's really just a nice spot like where people can meet. Like there's like kids around here a lot. Like people can bring their kids around the area, and like it's just all around like just like a, a safe haven kind of place. You know, like a lot of people just want to be. Here. And it's like to me, this is the nicest skate park in Charlotte. They got Renaissance Park, and they've got Grayson Skate Park, which you have to pay and wear, like, full pads at Grayson. And then Renaissance is tiny. This is, like, the best skate park that we have in the whole city. Just based on, like, just investment, or do you just mean, like, just in terms of personality, just and, of all the like, colors? It's the culture of it. the size, the style of the park is meant for, like, anybody. Like, there's a lot of flat land, so if, you don't, if you're not good on the ramps... You know, you can learn on flat ground and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, it gives people more time to kind of maneuver. Yeah, and if you don't like ramps and you just want to skate the ledges, you know, there's the ledges, there's a little manual pad. There's a lot of stuff here to offer. I'm going to hop off of this. I think he's you want to do what? I'm going to hop off of this because I think he's going to skate. Oh, okay, hold up. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see this guy up here a lot. He skates that, that uh, ledge that we were on. Those are your sour patch kids right there? Nah. I have no idea who those are. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm about to say, oh, give me some. No, I'm just fine. No, sorry. I'm sour patch kids. But it's like, uh, yeah, I feel like you touched on a whole lot in regards to what this skate park means to you and everything. But if like you could like kind of sum it up in a little bit, like more like what it really, really means to you, like what else would you say? I don't know, man. Like, it, it's, it's like, it's just the people, the park. It, it, it this is probably the best spot. This is just the best spot around. I hope they keep it. You know, like... I don't know, like... It's... There, there, there's no other spot like it. To me, at least. Like, because this is where I started skating in. So it's like... So it's very it's, sentimental yeah, for you. Very sentimental spot. I really like this spot. Now, would you say, like, skating's like a passion, or would you say, like, it's like a way to escape from, like, you know, all your day-to-day -day troubles and stuff of that nature? I'd say it could be a little, like, you could see it as a little bit of both. It's, it's like, something I really like. I've always liked skating since I was a kid. It's always been something that I've loved to do, and since I started actually learning stuff, it's become even more fun to me.
Oh, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. But I always was kind of intrigued by skating growing up, you know, like, because they had the oh, old yeah. Tony Hawk video games on For PlayStation sure. and everything. My cousins had it. I'm like, oh, wow, this is kind of cool. I think my For brother sure, used man. to play skate when it was on Xbox 360 and everything. The that first nature. time that I, like, wanted to, like, get into skating, it was, like, my older brother, Cameron, he used to skate. And he would play, like, he had, we, we had owned all the Tony Hawk games and stuff, and that really, like, made me want to get into it. So it was like, it's always been like a big culture thing, skateboarding. You know what's crazy? Last night, I know on HBO Max, they put on the whole uh, Tony Hawk documentary and stuff. I was just checking that out, but I fell asleep because we actually were going to watch the Batman. I was actually like, you know, they put the Batman on, uh, you know, the one with like the Twilight vampire nigga, like on uh, on, uh, HBO Max. You know, the new Batman movie? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm waiting for that uh, movie with Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson, Batman. But yeah, I. uh, Yeah, it's on HBO Max now. You can watch it. Oh word! I need to get home and watch that whenever I get back. But I want HBO Max. Yeah, I gotta finish. I I started till the wheels fall off with my uh with my girlfriend, and she didn't uh really like it because it's a documentary. So I turned it off about halfway through because I was like, I'm tired of her complaining. I'm gonna watch it whenever she's not complaining. Is that the same Tony Hawk uh, documentary I was talking about? That what it's called? Yeah, it's I till forgot. the wheels fall off. Oh okay. Well, I might want to check that tonight then. Yeah, Tony Hawk. That man is crazy. He's like in his fifties and he's still just skating, killing it. And like the, like to do what that man does is insane. Just insane. Like I, I hope like the next documentary they do is a Rodney Mullen film. They do a documentary on the man who invented like the kickflip and all like sort like all sorts of tricks. I saw a YouTube documentary about Rob Deerdeck and like how all his business. Like adventures and he's, everything of that nature. Rob Deerdeck, he's cool. But yeah, he's more he's of a like, businessman, yeah. but hey, but it still brings a light to it, like that you can be a skater and live yeah. like a good, powerful he, life. He was a he was a good skater. Like I, I gotta say that. Like you can't say he wasn't. A lot of people are like, oh, but Rob Deerdeck's corporate. So a lot of like the skate community, I feel like doesn't. They really kind of like, like kind of look at him as like you know, too much in the mainstream or whatever. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I mean the I wonderful Rob thing about, though, but that's yeah. the wonderful thing about it. Like, I like him as a personality. Yeah, and he's like, a great person. Plus, he makes hella money. If MTV yeah. like pays him all that money to like, that's do. what I'm saying. Like, I feel like anybody it would be in his position. Anybody would be like, well, fuck yeah, I'm gonna go with MTV. All right, <laughs> but hey, Jackass with MTV and everything, yeah, like exactly. with Bam Margera and everything. So it's exactly. like, you know, what do you think about Bam Margera as a, a skater? Bam Margera, he's actually like, I feel like he's gonna be getting back into it soon. Like, I see him on Instagram and shit. Like, I hope Bam Margera gets back into skating. Like, he wasn't in the latest Jackass movie. Yeah, which was sad and yeah. everything. I think because after when Ryan Dunn passed away, was Ryan Dunn a uh, skater too? Or was it just. Uh, I'm not sure. not sure. I think he might have been. Yeah, when Ryan Dunn passed away, it kind of messed with him a little bit. I know oh, I yeah. saw him. It messed with all the guys on Jackass. Those guys. They, there was like a whole thing about like when Ryan Dunn passed away. Like they were all like really like fucked up from that. Yeah, because it kind of happened out of nowhere and everything. So it's just like, you know. So it's just, it is what it is, you know. It's still pretty sad, you know. Rest in peace, Ryan Dunn, right. and why not? Uh, I just wish that you know, uh, Bam Margera can get his life together, you know. Oh yeah, uh, that's did. what I'm saying. He looks like his dad now. He's like, <laughs> I saw him on like on Instagram working out with uh, Brandon Novak. 
So it looks like he's trying to like get in shape so he can skate again. Yeah, you know, it's all like a work. Uh, it's all a work in progress and everything, you know, trying to get over someone to pass away, like mourning and stuff of that oh, nature. Yeah. You know, it could play a lot. I think, well, you want to turn it to turn to alcohol a whole lot so it's just like yeah which further proves that alcohol ain't shit and that we should just legalize weed you know but it's just it is what it is but on the next subject matter like when it comes to cannabis and everything like you know like do you really what what's the deal with cannabis still being like illegal like nowadays it's just like what's the deal with that like sometimes i can't even tell if it's not like a bad thing but then you realize we live in north carolina so it's like it's illegal here but then in other states it's legal then other states it's like whatever that's one of the main reasons why i want to move to dc because it's literally Literally, like legal over there yeah, like, like and that's where the president lives so it's like what it, was the problem i feel like it should be legal just about everywhere but you know like the government they're gonna they're gonna try to keep it illegal as long as they can to make money off of it yeah because it's gonna like when weed's fully legal it's gonna drive down sales of alcohol and like honestly it'll stop a lot of drug use which like the government says they don't want to stop but they really don't give a shit who's doing drugs because they're like, we want people to be on drugs so we can arrest them and make more money from the prison systems. Like, every arrest makes them money, my bad. Like, you know, the government knows it's, it's a way for them to make money. As long as weed's illegal, they can arrest people for it, you know? So, it's a, it's a real touchy subject when you talk about the legalization of weed. Like, because it's, it's a great thing. And it's like everybody hopes for it, but and it's not just for smoking too. You can use the oil for yeah, like you know trying to like like you know trying to like uh, what's that word to try to I don't want to say heal, but like in a sense to kind of yeah. heal aches and pains and yeah, stuff of that honestly, nature. Like it helps there's a lot, lot of medical like, benefits for it to just be like medical purposes for we do like like there's there's so much it helps cancer patients be able to eat when they're on chemo and shit like that. Like yeah. There's there's a lot of fucking good good things for it. Like, yeah, we still like de- still like demonize and like he was like, oh no weed and ain't no weed here. Right. And it's like it's just day to day. Like even soccer moms smoke weed. Yeah, so it's like why is it such a problem? Like, it's not like heroin or anything or crack or. And on cocaine. the subject of it, like helping people who are on chemo. Like when you're on chemo, it makes it hard to eat, and a lot of people who have cancer die of starvation because they can't eat. So it's literally saving people's lives. So it's like, I think like it's crazy that the government's like, no, this is a demon drug. <laughs> like, yeah, or it's like uh, some drug that's gonna lead into other drugs, and I'm like, trauma leads into other drugs. Like, if kids are like se- sexually assaulted as like a kid and everything, and that fucks well, with you all the way to your adulthood, you're gonna turn the drugs, take your mind off of it. To me, yeah. for sure, it is a gateway drug. If you want to look at it that way. But that's because it's illegal. If it was legal, it wouldn't be a gateway drug. The reason why it's a gateway drug is because a lot of people who sell drugs also sell weed. So people end up buying their weed from somebody who's selling a lot of drugs. And that person's like, nah, dude, drugs are just as good as weed. They're not going to fuck you up at all. So it's like, it, it, it's totally conceived as I, I can see it as a gateway but it's not on purpose and it's strictly that way because it's illegal that makes sense I actually never heard of it like that before but that kind of makes a lot more sense because it's not like someone just gonna smoke weed and just be like oh let me find like yeah, the hardest nobody's gonna, gonna find. be like I smoked weed so now I'm gonna go find crack 
Like, no. And it's just, like, it's the gateway of who you hang out with. And, like, yeah. since it's illegal, it's kind of put in that same yeah, circle as, like, you know, cocaine and stuff of that yeah, nature. Yeah, so it just depends on who you put yourself around when you smoke it. Yeah. Like, it depends on who you want to hang out with, you know? Yeah. Like, it all depends on people. And then, and then it's just like it would actually be safer if it was legalized because then it's like people can actually monitor what's in it because some people be smoking weed. There was a situation in Greensboro where people like put like rat poison in weed and that kind of spooked me for a bit to not smoke weed for a while because yeah, then you, you really don't know where it's coming from or whatever. That's you know? like I said, it's the people who, you know, who you're fucking with. Like, because there's always going to be some piece of shit who's lacing weed. So it just depends on if you know the person in California or wherever it's coming from that's growing it. Or if you know the guy who knows the guy who, you know, who knows who's growing it. You know, if you know that person and you're close with somebody, you know, like, it, it all depends on how close you are with people. Like, yeah. it's it's all, like, like, as long as it's illegal, there's gonna be that worry. It's yeah, like, am I hanging problem. out with the right dudes who's giving me the right people who's Selling me the right shit, and it's easier to monitor how much TAC's in it and everything for the edibles and stuff, you know. Because maybe people want to start off light, and maybe they don't want to get high. Maybe they just want to just take a little bit. Edibles can be easily like faked. Mm-hmm. People like give like sell fake edibles all the time, yeah. whether like some CBD or some shit like that. Because CBD is legal. Yeah, CBD is legal, but THC isn't. It's just like, yeah. that's just dumb as fuck. Like, dude, just legalize the whole thing. Like, stop yeah. taking baby steps with the thing. I think it's fucked that cigarettes are legal, but weed's legal. I mean, it's like, yeah. freaking, like, they can legalize fucking Pepsi, but not, yeah. like, Coca-Cola. <laughs> like, it's like, just come on. Give people the option, bro. Yeah. Like, we all know a lot of these presidents smoke weed, too. Like, come yeah. on. We, we all know it. Thomas Jefferson and George Wilde were all growing weed. In the back of their damn We all know backyard. George Bush was fucking George Bush and Obama, and then they smoked weed when they were in college and shit. Exactly. Those are two presidents that I know for sure actually did smoke weed in college, like Bush did, like Coke. Like they've made fun of it on like on so many th- like so many levels. Like Saturday Night Live, I'm pretty sure made fun of it. Like a lot of them, a lot of like. Uh, like shows on Comedy Central and shit like that. They've made fun of Bush and shit all left and right. Yeah. They made a show about him called Little Bush. I don't yeah, know I remember that show. Little Bush, but Little Bush was the shit. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah I fuck with that show. No, that was actually bad. Little Trump. No, they kind of did make the, the cartoon president. Remember they put on like HBO or Stars or whatever? Yeah, they made Trump on. They put Trump on South Park. I like how they made him Garrison. <laughs> they made Garrison just turn into Trump like Darth Vader. <laughs> And, like, the cartoon, like, I was fucking with... It's crazy how that whole Trump era just kind of passed. Like, it was, like, it was such a shock at first, and now it's, like, like... Now he's, like, a past president. It's past. But he could possibly come back. Yeah, there's always the, like, oh, shit, what if he comes back? I mean, that wouldn't really be much of a problem anymore. Yeah, right? I mean... I mean, dude, honest, I even spoke about this at the last episode. Dude was, like, the first person to go speak to Kim Jong-un in North Carolina. The, I mean, North Korea. North Korea. <laughs> It got mixed up with North Carolina. I mean, it's not much of a difference. No, let me stop. Honestly, though, like, the president's just a figurehead. They don't have much power. They really don't. It's like, really that, because, like, this whole society is ran by corporations. Yeah, like, you know for sure is, like, the government's got them. Like, the government's controlling the president. Like, there's a higher up than the president. There, there's got to be somebody higher up than the president, because there's been a lot of crazy presidents that were, like, how the hell is this motherfucker running the country? 
Yeah. It's like there's a team of people that run the country. Literally, like a whole corporation yeah, of like people. A whole like army of people that, like run the country. I just want to know like how the world is gonna be like once like uh you know um, how how the world's gonna be like once it's like once the weed is actually legalized and stuff of that nature. You know, like I feel like a lot of shit will be just better off in general. Just like a general like way of putting it, they should be better off. But I feel like there'll be cons too. Like I feel like the way how they grow the weed, like you know, everything that's done by the government, they're always gonna put some kind of chemicals. Like they got that's GMO the and everything, you know. That's like, the thing. There's the people that are growing it are their own independent growers. It's like farming. Yeah. It's another way of farming. So yeah. the government has no control over it. So that's why it's still legal because it's something that people can farm independently. Make their own money off of, sell it however they want. Just like tomatoes and, and everything. Yeah, and it's hard to be. It's hard to tax. It's hard to make sure people are taxing on it. Mm. So, and it's like, I think when like weed first got legal, it was like in like California, you had to pay like some huge sum of money, like a couple hundred thousand dollars, to get a growing license. So it was like hundreds of thousands of dollars just to be able to grow and sell it mm. that you had to pay the government. Damn. So it's like, place. you know, you pay 50 bucks for your normal license. Just be like, oh, I got to get a growing license. You'd think it'd be around the same amount of money for a fucking card. Mm. But it's like a hundred something thousand dollars. And you got to go through all these hoops just to get it. Yeah. So like they make people jump through hoops to get anywhere and grow and weed. So it's like a real bitch of a way. Like, they make it a real bitch to get into the business. And that sucks. I, I really do want to invest in cannabis for sure. Like, you know, like, I'm from Liberia, and I feel like that'd be a, one of the things that could probably help my people out, too. And everything. We probably, like, grew weed and everything. And, like, to actually use it for its medical business. Like, yeah. medical, like, for arthritis and stuff. High blood pressure, stuff of that nature. Yeah, you know? there's a lot of shit that you can use it for. Like, and, like, imagine it actually growing off African soil, knowing yeah. how rich African soil is Honestly, and everything. That would be something, like, I'm surprised Africa doesn't have legal weed. That would be something that would be great to grow in there. Like, their climate is perfect for it, I bet. Like, it's always nice and hot and sunny up there. Yeah, it could be, like, a little rainy in some places, too. But it's just, like, it's yeah, always, like, everything's just kind of just right soil Yeah, rice, like, if you think about it, like, before, like modern times like I, I guarantee they grew weed all around the world like it was a, probably like a real hot commodity everywhere yeah man it's just like you know I'm still trying to do research on what it was in like ancient Egypt for sure cause like oh, dude, it was, they were probably growing it they were probably growing it like they grew up a lot of shit like there's like weed, weed's always been around He's always been around there. Of course. The planet. It, it wasn't created in a lab. There's, like COVID. Like somebody was telling me, like one of my like super Christian friends was like, Jesus smoked weed. And it was like talking about how it was in the Bible. I don't know how exactly, but he was like, Jesus fucking Christ smoked weed, dude. How would it Jesus was, not smoke weed? Yeah, Jesus yeah. is like the little founding father of all hippies. Yeah, like, exactly. Like everybody who, who smokes wants to look like Jesus. Literally. Like, if you look at it, so many people dress and look like Jesus. Yeah, it's just like, Jesus' whole camp was like a bunch of, like, hippies. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, 
Like, why wouldn't he indulge in that? Like, I mean, I, it's, it's from the earth, so it's not like, you know, just like everything else in the earth, you can just indulge in it. Like, what's the big deal? As long as it doesn't kill you or everything, or it doesn't I, fuck you up. I picture, like, all the religions as kind of right in some way. Because yeah. all of them got a, seem to have some sort of Jesus. All of them have some sort of Jesus, some sort of God. They're all the same way, and they're all just split up. Yeah, just to kind of separate the human race or whatever. That's, that's called being an omnius, I think. You know, like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like... I just feel like in omniism, it's just like... I feel like there's truth in all religions, and there's just parts that, you know... It's like there's some parts that are just kind of flawed, you know? Like, you know, like... You feel like God would really, like, if he had the chance to, like, destroy the world and everything, would, like, do it instead of, like, come down and actually teach us, like, how to live and then just buzz off and everything. If we already got kicked out of the Garden of Eden to, like, pretty much fend for ourselves and everything, why would you be so bothered by anything that we do else just to flood the earth? You know what I'm saying? That's why there's too many contradictions. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that shit would happen. I don't think we'd have some sort of, like, apocalypse. The only apocalypse is going to be caused by us. Literally. Yeah, anything, like, apocalyptic is going to be our fucking fault. And we already got the whole COVID situation that came out of nowhere. So they say that they ain't a bat, and it's just like, that's that's what started COVID. COVID? Yeah. And now it's like, it's at the point now where people barely even wear a mask. COVID happened two years ago or so, right? Two years ago, the world, or all the governments in the world came out, told everybody aliens were real. We've been trying to f- track them, hawk them down and shit in the skies, but they're too fast for us. And then, like, a couple weeks later, they were like, COVID, everybody stay inside. <laughs> everybody stay inside. Just to make it more easy, huh? For the aliens. I know I spoke uh, well, I on the... I feel like it was just like... It's like the government's scared of, like, telling people, like, the world doesn't want to tell people what's going on. Yeah, you know, I mean, I spoke about on the last episode, like, this undoes. That's why you need to really check a lot of my episodes and everything, because we were going to conspiracy theories and everything. But, like, how, like, the higher-ups, like, yeah. reptilians or, like, aliens and shit like that. There's so much crazy shit. Like, uh, it's hard to tell what's real. It's, it's so hard to tell what's real and what's, like, bullshit. Like, I don't know. I got my COVID vaccine and shit because I was like, it's technically not really a real vaccine. It's just like putting antibodies in your system. It's just making your immune system stronger. Yeah, I know. It's just, I, I ain't... Like, people who are like, I don't want to get it. I'm like, it's not like a traditional vaccine where they give you the, the fucking virus. That's why it happens so quick. Their, their idea was like, we're just going to pump people with natural antibodies. That's like taking like melatonin and shit like that you already have melatonin so it won't harm you yeah man it's it was a harmless way to see if something worked and then they tested it heavily on people like they were like they tested it like a motherfucker on people yeah it's just a lack of certainty in regards to what it would do and everything not like i'm saying it's just like oh yeah sure it's antibodies and stuff but i always thought it was kind of like whatever and i was saying it was like whatever or whatever it's just like i just wasn't too sure because it's like anything that people try to force into society I'm, i just don't trust it you know what well, i'm saying was the thing. they were like it was like worldwide like global that was why i was like i feel like if it wasn't like trustworthy they just make it so like commercial and other everything countries wouldn't like canada and fucking like france and shit like that you know like new zealand 
there, like New Zealand was the first country to like fully vaccinate the whole country and they really haven't had many COVID problems since then so it's like there's it's not just America America is just like the only country that people were like we got a mad problem with taking the vaccine Dang. like if you really think about it like we're the only country that has these these issues and they're like they're so like stupid to the other countries because they're like well those are first world problems <laughs> like there's a lot of them that are third world countries that are like well fuck your problems we got way bigger problems you know like you're talking about africa they're like well fuck it we're all gonna get that shit because we got all these other diseases we have to worry about that aren't like we don't have a way to get like fully vaccinate ourselves and shit you know like there's so much shit that can happen like covid's just a new thing you know i feel like it's gonna be like the common cold eventually yeah no really for real it's just i guess it's just a lot of that just comes from lack of trust from the system man because it's just like dude like come on they they don't even legalize weed because they want to put people in jail for it and everything like literally the education system is fucked too I mean, the segregation, you know, come on. There was once a point where it's like they said people that look like me was like two thirds of a person at one point, just for like political reasons. I'm just saying, in a country that's so based on capitalistic views and everything, it always feels like everything that's being pushed is for gain, even if it's not good for us, like yeah, from fast food and everything, like, you know? I feel like everything has like somebody fucked up in it. Like, like. Everybody, everywhere you see that something's making money, there's somebody at the top skimming for themselves. So there's like, I I don't know like how to put it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just all so complicated and everything because we know that it's not just the president that's at the top. It's like so many other like that one percent is really what runs the world and everything. Like the CIA is normal people like you and me who are just like we're just trying to live, you know. Gotta live as best of life as we can, and everything. It's crazy how we started from like high school and everything. Yeah, we could talk about like Queens Grand and stuff of that nature. Because you're only there for like what, like one, two years? You're there how many years? I was there for like two years, probably. I remember I dropped out of high school really young. I was taking care of my grandmother. Uh, so your grandmother was sick, and you just chose to like just drop out. You just said, "Like screw well, it." Sort of. We had my nobody could take care of my grandmother when my grandfather passed away, so she had to move into our house. So it was my mom couldn't quit her job, so I stayed home to help take care of my grandma when my mom was working and shit like that. That's very noble of you. Like most people just drop out because they just say, "Oh, like fuck it, school just wasn't for me." Type well, shit. That was part of the reason. That was totally part of the reason. I was like, "Fuck school." It was a way to get out of going to school. So it was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get out of going to school." Yeah, man, like, I can feel that and everything, because Queens Grand, like, I know, like, because, like, freshman year, it was really just you, me, AJ, that one kid was named Dylan and everything. I haven't seen yeah. him in, like, forever. Yeah, and, like, uh, there's a shit ton of people I haven't seen up from up there, like, in a long time, man. Yeah, man, it was just, like, y'all was, like, the main chill group, like, of people, but then, like, a lot of people left the first year, and then I was stuck at that school, and then it just got, like, hectic. Like, shit was just getting more shittier longer i stayed there it's like man i wish i would have left or did something you know what i'm saying like no i feel you dude it was a cool okay school for like the first year it was great like i fucked with it but then like after like sophomore year to like senior year it was just 
people were becoming more full of themselves over mm-hmm. nothing you know what yeah, i'm saying it's it like dude this is a trailer park ass fucking school yeah, like how how much better do you feel like they're going to a fucking yeah. shoebox and they had to learn uniform and shit you had to wear a uniform and dress code like, yeah like dress code for that trailer park ass school like that shit like that shit was crazy yeah, I'm like, how did my mom make me go to this damn shit? <laughs> Everything. I'll be like, what was the good idea? It wasn't even like prestigious. It was like, it was just like Garinger, but short and smaller, and like with some more preppy kids that went there. I feel like it was like white trash preppy ghetto, all in one. No, really, it was just it was like all in one, just a mix of everything like that you would not want. <laughs> it was just like, it was everything where you're just like, oh fuck. This is a bad area. <laughs> you're like, you're like, it looks like it looks like freaking Hickville mixed with like fucking like prep mixed with like hood, and it's like a lot of people just like, what, what the fuck is this? What is this? Like, really, what is this? <laughs> like, it made no sense at all. Like, what is this? But like, it made connections with a lot of unlikely friends and everything like oh that, yeah, you know. I mean, and I, like, I, I met a shit ton of people up there. That like made the experience better. Like I remember, fucking I can't remember our teacher's name, the Spanish teacher that was a model. Delamora. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but she was like, it might have been her. I don't, I can't remember, but she was like everybody. Nobody took her class seriously. Dang. Everybody would always fuck with the teacher, <laughs> and like she'd be pissed about people eating in her class, so people would like eat on purpose and like stare at her and be like, "Ah, oh, what up, bitch?" <laughs> like, like, I just remember like that school was funny because there was like there were certain classes where it's just like nobody gave a shit. No one gave a shit. I remember one time in this one class, this dude was failing. He literally got into the teacher's like laptop to change his grades. Yeah, and dude, that's how he passed. I was failing in Spanish because I was never giving a fuck. I was just like, man, this is just like too much. I can't pay. I couldn't pay attention because everybody be fucking with the teacher the whole time. It was like shit. I can't even remember everything that happened in that classroom because it was just every fucking time I was in there, somebody was fucking around. It was some good times too, man. Like you know, it's just like those some of the people because a lot of people just didn't give a fuck at two. So it's just like, but one thing is like, it was just so small. So it's just, it was kind of hard to really get that whole high school yeah. experience. And it's like, you know, like literally you're with the same five people all the time and everything. It ain't nothing wrong with that, but it was just like, you know, it just sucked because AJ left and then Kareem left and then like all the cool people left. And then we're just left with the people who took that school way too right. serious. And it was just like, bro, just get your degree. I mean, get your diploma and fuck off. Like right. literally just have fun while you're here. And then people would just like literally stare, like just try to focus on people like, what they're wearing, what clothes are. Oh, I wouldn't. I would want my ass in shoes. I would, like, who cares? Right. Like, why does having shoes make validate your existence? Didn't like Cheater uh, stay? What Cheater? Yeah, he stayed. I think for like the four years. Uh, I haven't spoken to him in a minute though. I think his father passed away and everything. Really? Yeah, his dad Damn, passed away. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. Be- I haven't seen him in forever either, man. Like, I see him on like. I think I follow him on Instagram or something like that, but I haven't really seen him. It's like a lot of people. I'm friends with him on Facebook and shit, but I don't really talk to a lot of people on Facebook. I was, like, surprised when you hit me up. I was like, oh, word. Oh, yeah, T hit me up. Like, I was like, I never talked to anybody from back then. You know, like, it's, like, crazy to think about that shit, like, that time. Yeah, man. Cause like you were like one of the main co- people I was like cool with like consistently. People like yeah. kind of flake on you, turn their back. Yeah, like, switch it up. was it was like everybody was bipolar. 
Like, <laughs> I was, yeah, I could never understand that. I was just pretty much chilling. The like, only person that could literally have me fucked up was like you. What anybody else would say about you, it, like that doesn't matter. Only you. you. Like, yeah, that's you like that can only do it. You were, you were like one of the only friends I was like consistently just cool with. Like the whole time I was in high school and shit. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, that's just how I am. Like, it's just, like, you know, all that I wanted to do was just have fun and everything and just, like, enjoy whatever time I had. It was a whatever type of school. And I was leaving, like, a pretty shitty situation in middle school. So it was, like, you know, I was just trying to be as positive as I could. But then, like, you know, like, I had the whole rap thing I was doing. Like, I, I never sent you my mixtape. I never yeah, said Yeah, I've heard it. I, I listened to your mixtape. You, you posted on Instagram, your story. Oh, yeah, I did. I'd always listen to it on your story. I go through your whole story listening to it. Oh, I mean, you can listen to it on Spotify and SoundCloud and everything. Yeah. You want to get the, get the full thing and everything. You, you kind of yeah. fuck with the vibes, right? Yeah, dude. I do fuck with that shit. It's really good. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. It's just like, it's it's actually almost like a year, though. That's why I'm kind of pissed at myself because I was hoping to drop more projects in the meantime. But I said I had no resources. You know, there was always some fucked up shit. They suspended my license. Like, right. so I can only really drive hard. like Mondays through Fridays from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Yeah, shit. That's, that shit's hard to get into, though, so it's like, you gotta drive if you want to get into it, you know, so you can't, res- you can't, like, you can never disrespect somebody's drive, you know, that's, that's something I, like, always think, like, yeah. I'm never gonna, like, I'm never the person who's like, oh, you suck at something, so I'm gonna tell you, because that's, like, putting somebody, you know, putting somebody down when they're trying to do something, it's like, it makes it even harder when somebody's putting you down for it, too. I mean, but it's like, it's all just, it's all just lights a fire, you know, basically. Yeah. It makes you more self-aware of your content. That's true. You know, so it's just like, you know, even when people used to hate on me in high school, some people used to say, oh, yeah, you could probably do something else. People were like, oh, no, that's nursery rhyme, whatever. Yeah. And it didn't make any sense because, like, just because I write it down, trying to, like, literally, like, you know, try to get dude. better at my vocabulary, that bothers you. Like, yeah, dude, you know, a lot of famous people got, like, famous as shit for writing shit down, you know, yeah. like. There's a lot of people who just get famous as hell. Like, a lot of, like, artists and shit. Like, I think I was watching the Wu-Tang, like, series on Hulu. The one guy, he was writing all this shit down. Like, that's how he, like, he made it. That's how they started. Like, he was writing this shit down. So, I mean, like, everything's got to start somewhere. Yeah, for sure. I still have a goal of, like, trying to drop 50 songs. I just need to find a job, for sure. I could be able to, like, you know, make consistent money off of. So it's just, I need to hit up some places after this interview once I get to the crib and everything and just kind of check in with them and see, like, well, how I can fuel this stuff up. I'm thinking about doing Bitcoin, too. Mm-hmm. Stuff of that nature, just see if I can make some extra bread. But, hey, I mean, it's all in due time and everything like that, you know. I know pretty much spoke about a whole lot of matters and everything in regards to skating, cannabis, and all types of stuff and everything, you know. Um, are there any, like, final words you like to say, like, to the audience guy? I know we got to start closing this stuff in because I know i got to head back to the crib and everything. So it's like, what's any, any final words on let people know about some shit? I don't know, man. Uh <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> That's the last words. All right, thanks. That's my dude, Will Fortney. I refer him. I refer him as just Fortney from time to time and everything. We do go way back. He's one of my coolest friends from like high school and everything. And even nowadays, like the vibes are still the same. Nothing changed. Just same, same type of vibes. Same cool people and everything. So it's like you know that's that's one thing. You got to keep the people close to you that never change. That are always chill and stuff of that nature. You know, and it's like in the future we'll definitely be hanging out a whole lot more often. Even if I go to DC, I'll be sure to probably check in with him a lot more for sure and everything. Maybe there's some skate parks in DC. Maybe you can come visit me. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, I get. I uh I used to live in Michigan, so I uh. 
I want to get back down to that area at some point because my girlfriend's got family down there. So I, that's like I go through D.C. when I go to Michigan, so that would be what's up, dude. Okay, most definitely. All right, that's it for the Mental Threads Podcast. Another episode is finished. Uh, we are in, sewn in. Now we're sewing out. All right, that's what we it. What up?